Occupancy on Griper, 718-339-6020. And Monday around 9.20 and we played again on Sunday at 5 p.m. And, uh, text 347-927-8398. Send donations or constructive criticism. And live on the phone, 712-432-4217. And www.jradio.com. And first... At the Pesach, and still continue the spirit of being thankful. First, a little bit again with um, safety to remind ourselves concerning fires. It is urgent to make sure, well, every night we, there should be no fires, no burglaries. And Make sure that we have our alarms, fire alarms, and make sure we have windows that we can get out of, make sure we have a fire escape, whatever way you can help. Safety is urgent with nefesh, safety also with candles, Shabbos candles, etc. And now with the warm weather, bicycles, and helmets, etc., so to keep in mind, safety, safety, safety. Because one wrong move, a life changes. Every person who climbed up a ladder, regularly ladder, fell, and all of a sudden she was now in a wheelchair. Not just one day, the rest of her life. Sometimes there's a little fire in the house. We don't know what burns could happen and be permanent. Or slips with toys or toys on steps, knives, knives taking out of, or sneaking from the counters. So we have to work on being aware, aware, aware. Shem is saving us all the time, but we have to help along. Today, <clears throat> incredible story I heard last week. And hopefully it'll be a, how it really ex help change or improve, hopefully, my way of thinking. It's a true story. And it deals with two parts. One with everyday life, where she made everyone a mave, a seeker, uneasy, could ever be fully totally happy in this world because inside is always a yearning. Something's missing. But that's normal. And we're movers. We have to do. We have to do. So when this is not in play, a person's affected. So a person is always seeking, always seeking. A little itch inside. Millie just says, seeking to Hashem, seeking what's his purpose of his whole existence. If we don't know what that purpose is, we'll have an extra piece of cake or we'll go to every different restaurant or along the world. They do wild things with that energy. So there's the itch. So a person has their little ups and downs, which everyone does every day, join the club. It's normal. 
because we didn't have it, we'd be waking up late in the afternoon, calm, no pressures, no energies to go do that extra, and we wouldn't accomplish. And second, there's bumps along the way. Most of the bumps are workable bumps for us. Sometimes work bumps are catastrophic, and those are workable too, but we don't want to go through those. But the point is, the bumps are normal too, to help us out. Tikkun, it fixes us up. It's whatever reason it comes. And so that's the first part of the talk a little bit. The second is Smeal Bechelko. How in America and the world, Smeal Bechelko has been thrown out the window. Imagine right now it's 9.25 here. And we got up in a comfortable home. And you put on nice clothes. Most of us are fortunate enough to go to the bathroom and walk, walk the shul, get our children on the bus. Or, and how we thought one second about Smeat Bechelko, how fortunate I am to have my legs, my eyes, my home, place to go, safe streets, food. That's only 9.25. But what happens when we go through the whole day until... Nighttime, and a lot of the gashim is the material things we're taking care of. Our body lived a pretty comfortable state. Of course, there's ups and downs. We'll talk about that. That was the first part. But there's so much spell so much happiness of it, being happy with your portion that is not even pushed aside. It's like non-existent. And that's something we have to try to bring back. Bring back to our lives. Thank you, thank you. So the story began just once I had a perfect life. And she said I was a 16-year-old girl, busy, pressured, exhausting life of an average teenager. Girls are very busy, 16-year-olds, especially Bechakos. And the boys, too, very busy. And, of course, parents, everybody else, too. I had long days of school, she said, homework, midterm, chores, school, friends, best friends, kids camp friends, acquaintances. She was busy and pressured. And it was perfect, she said. Then she continued and said, how wonderful my life was. I was I would never have believed you. And I complained, they pouted, I argued, I just whole day, always complaining. So that was my perfect life. And she said, until one day, my perfect average everyday life was over. It's a true story. And the ending will be happy. So just telling everyone. So I started, it started with a bump. One morning during the evening at school, I felt a lump in my neck. It was the strangest thing. I poked, I prodded, I felt it. My friends went over, took a look. It was really a bump. And weeks now of tests, scans, meetings with doctors, missing school, but the beginning missing school was great. And then I couldn't wait to get back now to my perfect life after a while. And the doctors finally figured everything out. I figured it out. At 16, I was diagnosed with cancer. Very severe case. 
you can't say it before because of stress, because it just, she had cancer. And she kept repeating, that was my perfect life because ups and downs are okay. Being fidgety is a little okay. We don't have to go to extremes and think I need doctors and medicines. It was okay. That was my perfect life, she said. But now she, the doctor said, you have cancer. So what does a teenager do, she said. All the fun and even homework and friends now being replaced by hospital scans, medicine, chemotherapy, 16 years old. Nausea, she lost her hair. She was the hardest thing on her pillow, seeing the hair fall out. In the shower, she cried. It was devastating. And everyone knows how nausea feels. This is not nausea. Every time I smelled any sort of food, I got so sick. And the hair I once spent hours on was now only a bald spot on my head. And she's a girl who always wanted to go on a diet that I have to worry about it. And I was losing 10 pounds at a, a shot weekly. What has become of my life, she said. I once had a perfect life. It was so perfect. Now, perfect doesn't mean like the world tells us, don't worry, be happy. Perfect means what she's telling us. The normal everyday goings, ups and downs. There are stresses. There are good times. There are easier times during the day. There are harder times during the day. Unfortunately, we just... We is talking to me, the royal we, is everything's a problem. Because we can't think anything against our rotson. We anything against our our will. And it becomes agitated, something's wrong. So we have to get used to no, this is okay. The ups and downs you're gonna it's harder sometimes, but we have to work through it. That's the perfect day. And she said it was natural, seamless. I took it for granted. The basic needs of a teenager, privacy, dignity, no more. Doctors kept coming in, nurses, everyone knew my chart, visitors saw my chart, what, I, what was going on with me. And I couldn't even walk up steps. A full day of school was impossible. Appetites, I couldn't eat again. Friends would come over joke and want to give me some candy and I was nauseous. She said she had blisters in her mouth. She was dehydrated all the time. She fainted a few times, she said. And then one day, she, after coming out of the bathroom saying, Ashi Yotsai, thank you, Hashem, she realized, she realized, wow, look at all the thank yous I missed over the years. The real thank yous of being so thankful to go healthily, in a healthy way. How many times she said, Ashi Yotsa, I didn't even think what I was saying. took for granted my perfect body. How many mornings I grumpily put the snooze on, forgetting how grateful it is to go to school. I was well enough to go to school. How many afternoons did I complain about my day? 
forgetting to be thankful for my friends, social life, hair, strength, appetite, the ability to do pretty well in anything I wanted. Unbelievable. How sad it was all. It was all taken away. But then she said, I decided it's not going to happen again. This whole attitude of just forget about appreciating, just complaining and waking up. I didn't even fight my way through it. I just groaned. And she said, I'm going to start thanking Hashem for every little thing. The Yotzar is going to be at a, the happiest. And from the teeniest thing, Every day, I'm going to start thanking, like a campaign. And then I learned to learn to say thank you when I started getting better, and I started going up the steps, and appreciating the nurses, and my mother driving me the treatments. And those long, many days of chemo. And I thanked for having green light while driving, and delicious suppers, and waking up healthy in the morning. I thanked each other for big, small, everything in between. And then she says, today, saying thanks is even easier than ever. So she had a whole format of thank you. She's been there for Olivia, Elisa Les, Olivia's 27s, and me more. And she goes, I'm, I'm 11 years now, now in remission, a wife and a mother to three rambunctious, rambunctious little people. She purposely put that in because parents know kids can get wild and wild and we can, not easy, we complain or going crazy, etc. And she able to look at the good side now. I started realizing in the morning I started to be grateful. And of course I'm human and I complain, but I also try to thank Hashem even when I was complaining. For bedtime every night, I sit with my children. She said, I have a happy book. I think it's a great idea. And it's something we started a year ago, she said, a way of teaching them to be positive and grateful, to recognize Hashem in everything. And each child has to write three thank yous for Hashem for every day and write it down. I got a candy today. I love my family today. The drill at the dentist didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. My daughter, known for her funny lines, would say, I love how Hashem made me, because when I look in the mirror, I am so beautiful. And my sincere hope, she says, for the rest of my life, for the rest of their lives, when they find themselves in the middle of tests and chores and politics and homeworks, and we know even when you get older, in the middle of work and family matters, they will open up their happy book and thank Hashem for their perfect lives. I try to thank Hashem for everything all the time. Now this is uh, an incredible, incredible story. People want copies, they can call me. and It's in a certain book, but I'm not sure what book it is. But tremendous, you see, that the Semeach Bechelko part, the thank you, was now a project. Because in today's day and age, you can't just say, I appreciate it. If I ask you right now, you appreciate waking up in the morning? Sure. I appreciate having a nice, comfortable house. Yeah. I appreciate having an umbrella. Yes. And we'd go through it. 
but that we have feeling, a sameach, a deep, a sameach, of really being happy. So, in order to reach, bring back Smea Pachelko, happy with your portion into our lives, we got to bang it back in. Because when you're walking in the world, whatever you say, walking in the world that smells or has a certain way of thinking, it saturates you inside your bones. We don't feel it. It's absolutely inside of everyone's bones. That this, this, is, not a, this is the way it is, or just not even thinking about it, not even that complaining and the wanting more since there's all these advertisements and everything else we want more in every area under the sun so we're walking around wanting more not even unhappy what we have complaining what we have <clears throat> so it's not a revolution <clears throat> a revolution of thank yous thank yous thank yous I was talking to some boys I remember Miller said like a person should say thank you for shoes for 30 years trying to say thank you for your shoes. Now I appreciate my shoes. It's comfortable. Appreciate your clothes. So every day you try to thank for your clothes and really mean it. You'll see after a while it's comfortable. We have comfortable clothes on now. We have glasses that are comfortable. And you can go out your day. And your walks. But a person can repeat thank yous. The Rav used to say, thank you for the birds. They sing so nicely. Someone said, the Rav, in the Gemara, said, why do the birds have the Eschus of Shluch HaKan? They say, push the mother bird away. It's a certain din, certain benefit for the birds, more than other animals. But other animals have this <coughs> benefit. So the Rav Elazar said, because the birds chirp, they sing, they add to the world, they add to the world. So everything around us is really there. It's a sign to show, I'm here, Hashem is saying. It is raining, if a person just can, okay, he gets a little irritable, but just step back a second. It's raining, it means we have water. It means we have showers. It means usually we have cleaner air afterward, maybe cleaner streets afterward. Get into that thank you mode. That thank you mode. And this story, a certain man years ago went to visit a Holocaust survivor. <clears throat> and it was Muncie, and he sat down. And the older man got up and said, would you like some milk? I went to get some milk and bring it back. And then he was happy, so happy getting that milk. And he said, you know what I'm was in concentration camps for three years. Forget about milk, you couldn't get anything. We shouldn't have to have that or that bump. But see, there's, a, there's an appreciation. Appreciation. People get older. I saw an older man recently. He used to be very energetic. Now he can't move so well. So thinking in a way he could be like a prison for him. His mind is clear. Knowing this man is mind thinking about high fluting and good ideas, but it's hard. We still have young bodies, healthy bodies. Think about it for a little bit. And so thank you. And thank yous. Because <clears throat> the only way to bring Samea Pachelko back is to ram in those thank yous. It can't be once a day davening. It can't be has to be a daily base when you're walking in the street. Start the thank you mode. 
We're going on a little trip now a little bit, just to think a little bit, just to remind us of a little bit of the thank you mode we should be going on. Wake up in the morning. Right, again, we still have the itchiness and everything else. Things bother us, but this is normal. But catch yourself at least once in a while. That's why sometimes you have to walk without a cell phone. Have time just to think. Think what you have. How to reverse the way of thinking. Someone has told me uh, before Yantav, he <clears throat> went into the house and he saw like 12 boxes of you know food from a grocery store. And the money was tight and he looked and he got a little like pain in his heart. Didn't say anything. Then he went back outside again and he came back after Minth and he said to himself, what am I saying anything going to help? And she's doing only for the benefit of the family to make the family happy. So Semelchu, Semelchu mode got in, got into the gratitude game in. And he walked in and said, wow, look all the food mommy bought. All for Yanta. We're going to have such a great Yanta with all this delicious food. So many ways we can look at everything, so many different ways. Turn it around, turn it around. I think we can turn around. Okay. Wake up in the morning, Modani. Say it with Kavana. Say it right now with Kavana. With a big deep breath. And and the lungs feel good. Cocktails. I told Red Miller, I told you once Red Miller outside the shul and gave me a big deep breath. Cocktails, delicious air, delicious air. It's important. Run yourself now. It doesn't hurt. It feels good. And then your hands are moving. Do you ever have a hand that you couldn't move so well? Especially your thumb. You're out of whack. At once I had a dislocated finger. Couldn't use that finger. And then your legs, you're able to get up and it's comfortable. You can say thank you now for your legs too. Might be a little extreme now, but if we could pick a couple of things. Or even when you remind yourself, you remind yourself all of a sudden now, ah, you know, I do feel comfortable. I don't feel one pain in my body now. It's a pretty incredible thing. It's a comfortable body I'm in now. It's a something. It's something to get in the tune with the thank yous. But it has to be everyone talking to myself, banging and banging and because fight a world that's saying the opposite, 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 saying... Nothing about thank yous about everyday life, natural things so-called. Now that complains about them, looking for ways to run here and do this and get this. And it's so saturated in our bones as you walk in the street, it's in the air, it's in the concrete. And it's in us since we're born. So if you're 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, now you have a lot of years of this stuff soaked in. And it's how you'll you'll say thank yous to see for one day, two day, more and more thank yous, and you'll still be a maybe not you will be a power. You could be a still you can still be a sourpuss. You can still feel uh. No, keep plugging, keep plugging. We all have to keep plugging. A whole revolution of thank yous and thank yous. Because the only way to change your mind, change emotions, change even the physical part of your body to be calmer and happier. To go over and over until it changes. I spoke to people about Chuba's beginning. They knew all the rock and roll and all the baseball players, and they were involved in who knows what and what and what. And years and years of just saturating themselves with the right ideas and family and Torah. Now they don't know about these other things anymore. Not, not, they, not only that, they forgot about it. So there is there is ways to start appreciating, like I just said before, your shoes, etc. 
And then also to appreciate the idea that after you get up and to review the miracles of Asher again, the miracles of what goes on that makes us live. And then as you get up and start walking outside, usually it's a beautiful blue sky. Today's a little cali with rain. Rain is good too. And look, look, enjoy, enjoy the blue sky when you have a chance. Enjoy, enjoy the world outside. Take that deep breath. Enjoy the fresh air. Enjoy your feet moving. And then it becomes a marvel. becomes a miracle. It's all a miracle. How everything should work, it's a miracle. The way the others say there's an accident, you mean boys were born... Hashem first with one foot, a half a brain, and one was born also like that, and eventually they had two feet and two brains, and I mean two feet and one brain, and then they, uh, they've had women of the same kind. There's all possibilities that are impossible. So we live in a miracle, miracle world. Miracle world, and to think about how it's a miracle world, how the birds fly. And in people, it's 50-50, usually men and women 50-50, but among animals, it's different ratios. Among sheep, I think it's one to five, male to female. Why? There's a reason. Bariolam knows. Everything's like a whole big setup, so detailed, but we're not even thinking about that. That's far. But it's important. You see the animals moving, the rows that the thorns face down to protect the rows. And as you're walking, to enjoy again your feet, enjoy your legs, enjoy your thighs, enjoy your knees, and go right up your head and just think about, ah, I can think and I have a headache today. Nice to think clearly today. And then to go to your ears and your nose and uh, your heart, whatever it takes just to go over and over. As you walk, again, keep those deep breaths going. Keep those deep breaths going. And then having a chance to walk in a safe street after a nice, comfortable seat and go to a shul or go to the grocery store or go to the bus stop or go to school. And it's a comfortable walk. It's a nice walk. Enjoy your walk. It's okay. It's an appreciation. It's a thank you for the safe walk. After you'll see all year after year or day after day, Week after week, month after month, year after year, you'll see a whole new walk. And you'll have manuchas and nefesh, a calmness of mind. Your, your nerves will be more settled. Your emotions will be more settled. You'll be able to deal so much better with the world. As you walk and appreciate. And you go to shul, to daven. You know what it means, to daven? You know, someone told me he's doing this, and when he stands in front of Hashem, he thanks Hashem, I can daven. I can daven. I can talk to the creator of the whole universe. I can daven. All of a sudden, davening told me is much different. Much, much different. And a person could improve and, and feel good as walks. Again, more you could also think about your parents and your children in your walks. You can think about your friends and family and Rabbanim and the Torah. Talking to boys, you know, the Torah, the Torah, the Torah, the ones who get a geschmack, a great feeling and a learning. It's such a happiness. 
And everyone can get that happiness. It takes work. My mother was very strong, and everyone can get that geschmack. You have to start with one line, to that one line because of happiness. And a person can all of a sudden, we have Torah, Torah, Torah. Leads to it. Direct our emotions. Direct our seeking. Direct our energies. Direct when we get a pop on the head. The Torah is constantly teaching us how to live, how to act, and each and for each person, tailor-made. So as we walk with the thank yous, and again, oh wow, my healthy body. Again, I, I could do mitzvahs, I could do so many good things. I could help this one and help this one, help this one. I'm making money for my family. Going to the grocery store, Brooklyn there's grocery stores all over the place. And if you don't have money, they give you, put it on a card sometimes. I mean, the benefits, thank Hashem that we're going to grocery stores and food galore. And then thank Hashem again. And if you have a nice grocery person, thank Hashem again. Get into the format. And you're going to work. It's hard before you go to work. Thank Hashem you're going to work. Going to work. Going to work. And at work, yes, Hashem for help. Except for help. To feel it. It's a, I heard 50% of success. And you can be thankful. Even when you're at work, it's hard. But get those moments to catch yourself. To review. Review the thank yous. Even if it's just when you go to the bathroom. Even when you just have a lunch break. Even when you just call your wife and give her a nice hello in the morning. Whatever it is, at work as a shem for strength. And you'll see many times after you that you succeed. It's another major, major thank you. Siatish Maya. How many people make money and they, they think about it after. The right thing happened at the right time. I thought the right thoughts. is all set up for thank yous. All set up for thank yous. A person can... Strive, strive in the thank yous. And again, as this young lady did after battling cancer, it seems almost 11 years, young 16-year-old going, eventually after all the ups, all the downs, and realized the life before, no matter how pressured it was, it was pretty good, pretty natural. But then when she came into remission and had a, had a family, it's a whole new world. Because she practiced. Because imagine 11 years of thank yous. Practice. Just think. In the morning getting up, thank you. Forget thank you. Even if you don't feel it. You'll see you feel it after a while. And thank yous when you get up and walk in your house and comfortable house and clothing. Repeating again. And you walk and work, you're learning, you're davening, and your encounters with so many nice people. If you have family, parents, children, friends, grandparents, grandchildren, remember them, be in touch with them. All of a sudden, your day becomes a thankful day, thankful day, thankful day, and you have your pressures, but even during the pressure moments, you have your moments of being thankful also. Like again, after the pressure moment, you'll see a lot of good comes out, and you see how things work out so many times over, you're, you're worried about money, well, you're still here, and you still have clothing, you still have food for some reason. And even after the fact, you'll see so many good things come. And we're talking about everyday life. The, again, the big catastrophic moments are very hard, but that's very hard. So, a little bit also how it can connect also to our 
Ten Commandments a little bit. The first example, be realistic, expect the unexpected. So a person who uses Seichel can step back. In any relationship you have, step back a little bit and think about how thankful you have to be for the other party. The other party gave you a child. The other party's taking care of a child. The other party is working, or learning. Alone, a lone ranger, especially after being married and having children. I don't know. Think, think, and try to get your thank yous to your husband and to your wife. Get a list of the thank yous and start saying it over and over again. So you realize the reality also of your lady, of your man. We mentioned many times here to go through your day, go through your husband's day from the morning of getting up and learning and working and being busy and Panessa's hard and coming home and trying to help out with the children and whatever he can do. We have our complaints. But to go over the thank yous to having a husband, go over the thank yous of having a wife, over and over. You have a wife, you have a life. Saves your life. And many people are not trained to realize that my wife's going to tell you what to do because she has four arms. You're one body immediately. And that sometimes you don't pay attention. Remember, attention, appreciation, affection. Torah gives you magic answers. How to give your wife a lot of attention, a lot of appreciation. These are all the thank yous. Attention means you're thanking her. Appreciation means you're thanking her. Affection being always nice as you can. That's showing you're thanking her. The other way around to a woman to give the man that attention. He comes home from work, give him that 15 minutes, half hour, that little time to have a, a bite to eat. Appreciation, thank him for working that day or being busy that day with doing good things. And affection, talk nicely, talk nicely. And all of a sudden, we create a different life because of our thank yous. But you have to be prepared and preparing with thank yous is no other thing. Prank yous for each child. Even you have ups and downs with them. Thank you have children all together. People don't have children. Thank you for having your husband and wife. Thank you for all the good things you could do. And of course, that's probably the biggest test of all time. But we have to get... That's the biggest test of all time. But yet, there's so many thank yous we can work on before we get to there. So many thank yous. And single people also to get involved in the thank yous and being busy, busy, busy. And it's very hard. Shadokim is very hard. And for the children, and for the parents, and sometimes you can't get out of your mind. But we have to, we mentioned about the furniture in your mind. We have to sometimes put aside these certain areas and be involved in other productive areas in our lives. Make sure we're busy with other things too. You're not running away from the issue. You're dealing with life. Like, again, there's so many things in life, so many things in life, and they're against Mephichelico that we have. We cannot push those things aside. Like, you see the, the girl with the bump on the neck, cancel all of a sudden. She couldn't wait to have the pressure in school again and being back with her friends in school again and eating normal foods and et cetera, et cetera. So it's important to work on Mephichelico. 
children to the parents, and children to the grandparents, grandparents to children, parents to children, over and over again. Get involved in the Smeach B'chelko. Have a list, a list, a list. And especially with that list, you need direction too. I know a man recently, he's guessing his wife for not toilet training, potty training the, the little girl, two years old. I don't know, plenty of children don't get potty trained to three years old. And it's a very hard job. Ask any lady, very hard job. Easy for a man to say why, why, and either you're doing it this way, too, too hard on her, too not on her, and making big things out of it. So if he's a smart man, first of all, he should be thankful he has a wife and a little child. That's first of all. And second, if he asks advice on this, maybe his understanding of life, understanding the situation, he just, it's, um, it doesn't go like that. It could be he's right even, but still, can't fit your square into her circle, even her circle of work too. But here too, especially, if you find that it's normal, frustrating for you is not happening. Okay, if you could try to think of other methods, good. And so be realistic, expect unexpected, but you have to have, if you have the Smeh Bechelko, the realistic view a little bit, and you have direction to help you through the bumps, those bumps are normal, you can make it. And sleep times. Other scenario. Husband with the sleep time with his children. Both they'll both be the both be the bed. It's like eight and she can't she tries everything. The only thing she'd have to do is wake up early in the morning to wake up the kids, maybe they'll go to sleep earlier. But again, same thing. A woman who's taking care of children, potty training all day. Whatever you do, even if a man thinks she's what she's doing is doesn't seem like much. It's the it's the hardest job in the world. Get children to bed is also one of the highest jobs in the world. So again, if you would ask, and, but some men make a big thing, big thing, big thing. These are a couple of things. So we have to worry, be realistic, expect unexpected. Many times women expect different things from their men. Be neater, be on time, be more learned. There's a lot of things also. That's why again, look what you have, Samir Pachelko. Look what you have in your man. Look what you have. And you'll see a little bit these strengths and some of your weaknesses in your man. You'll see. It's workable. So much is workable. We're just not happy ourselves in general. <laughs> Since we're so irritable ourselves, there's no smell for Helco, so who are you going to bang? Because we thought when we got married that the mate was going to, that's it. My whole life has changed. No, no, no. You're still you. You have to create a good marriage. You have to create a good marriage. You have to try to create a good marriage. And then the bumps, we need direction. Like we say. Then we have, of course, um, that's one of the biggest commandments. And I heard Ramil say that. I was surprised. But you see, expect the unexpected. Now we, we can't, we, we, we can't ex expect the expected and we still can't take it. Again, back in tune. Back in tune. These are normal, unexpected. Again, it was that chasri shalom. Chasri shalom is like a lump on the neck. These, these are bumps. These are and much less than the bumps on the neck. So you have to deal. You have to learn how to deal. Ask what advice. You don't. You don't have to go to doctors. You have to go to somebody else. And the second thing with that, smeichelko. Don't forget thanking Hashem that you have a wife. Make a list every day. A husband every day. Children every day. Parents every day.
you're not married, still thank, thank, thank what you have. Don't leave those thank yous away. You're healthy, you're well, and don't have children. Again, whatever thanks you could put in and get involved in a productive life, these are hard. But most of us don't have the most severe situations. And second man was keep routines. Keep routines is a classic. If a person learns attitude of gratitude, you learn keep routines, keep routines. Wake up in the morning, can't wait. Think, how can I make my wife happy today? I'm going to give her that call. Or put a little coffee for her warm and leave it warm until she gets up. My husband, I'll surprise her with a lunch. I'll surprise her with a phone call in the morning. Have a good day. And afternoon phone calls, the afternoons, they call each other, what can I do? I'll see you later. Looking forward. Then keep routines. You come home. Again, she should say something nice for him so he and there's a nice 15 minutes, half hour to relax, to, to heal the, the wounds. And he can come home also in a good mood, either walk around the block 10 times, have a little donut, or whatever it is to be hot. Calm as you can, happy as can be, remember what you have and pour it on when you get in that house. Pour it on. The happiness and everything else. The routines of once a week taking a walk or sitting together, husband and wife. Or routines, parents and children. At least have a time for each child somehow to sit, to talk, even if just to sit next to them. The strength a parent gives. If a parent, if a child, especially getting older, a teenager, if you can find sometimes you sit with your parents for five minutes, you schmooze, you save them, you give them life automatically. I thank you to have such children. So with these routines, we can it can be based on smerpachelko. Let me get happy, happy. What I get when you're happy, you want to want to give. When you love, you want to give. We have a commandment about. Making peace as soon as possible. That also, that also is a classic. Making peace as soon as possible, you need the, the no tension zone, no smoking zone. First, encourage your wife, husband, discourage your parents, encourage your children. And secondly, is yes, sure, Simon says, who can say more yes, sure to each other and do? Make sure the tension is gone. Make peace as soon as possible. And everything, validate, validate, validate. Yes, I hear your point. Validate, validate, validate. This is all work in progress, everybody. That you form a time to go over your smerpachelko. And all of a sudden, you make peace as soon as possible. You not make peace. Example, you realize how someone's giving to you all the time, all the time, how much they do all the time. You realize the good in other people, especially the close ones, and how much they do, they do, they do. How could you get so angry? They're doing so much for you. But you got to review. If you don't review, it becomes deadpan. This is the way it is. Smell the calico thrown out the window. So that's our goal. That's our goal. Again, we told the story of a girl, 16, beginning with talking about her perfect life. Perfect life. As she spoke about her perfect life, she 
first started saying, I complain, complain every day, and school, pressure, et cetera, et cetera. But she kept saying, that's my perfect life. It looked a little odd how she began a story like that, but then she said, well, one day my perfect life ended when I found a bump on my neck. The bump, she found it was cancer, and she went through the whole gamut of nausea, losing hair, blisters in the mouth, dehydration, can't walk upstairs, can't smell food, the whole gamut. And finally realized when she went to the bathroom again, wow, look what I have. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Walked up the steps again. Then she decided, I'm going to start a revolution. That I'm going to be happy for the tiny things, the little things. And when she said perfect life before, she meant, listen, there's ups and downs, bumps. I was a little fidgety. I have my pressures. Okay, I'll complain a little bit. But that's okay. If you have normal everyday existence, it's okay. Nothing's wrong with you. Right direction, but nothing's wrong with ups and downs. Nothing's wrong being fidgety. It's part of nature, part of a person, so the person can make progress. And secondly, to bring it back into our lives, back into our lives. The only way we bring it back is to say thank yous as much as possible. Thank yous as much as possible. Thank you for getting up. Thank you for davening. Thank you for a nice house and a nice block and a nice street and your health and family, friends and Torah and work and go over and over. You catch yourself right now. Deep breath. Baruch Hashem. Thank you. I can hear. Thank you. I can hopefully I'll move on to make a little better life for myself. What can I do next to be thankful for? What can I do next to help the people who are so good to me? There's so much to start. To start now. We're going to Bring back Smeya Pachelka, who's been wiped out of America. Wiped out. Once in a while, we feel good about things, but from morning to night, usually days are pretty comfortable physically. And they could be fit, even emotionally, they could be better. But to be bring back Smeya Pachelka by saying thank you, Hashem, for the teeny things, the teeny things, the everything, walk and talk and diving and hello, sitting with your parents, sitting at a meal, whatever it is, go over in the classroom, over and over. You can see here, thank you, thank you, as much as we can, until after days and days and years and years go by, we're going to feel a whole different person. You're going to enjoy the birds singing, enjoy your feet moving, enjoy so many situations that will give you a foundation of strength to be able to work in this hard world sometimes and build an emotional strength and a mental strength, a physical strength. Then we can really say, oh, do Hashem, oh, do Hashem, oh, realize that, become aware, aware that Hashem is here and that's our greatest goal, to become aware, aware Hashem is here. This has been Sion Greipus, 718-339-6020 to text 347-927-8398 from a uh, phone you can call 712-432-4217 it's live and www.jradio.com you can ask for a book or just again constructive comments and we shall be talking with simchas and brachas for 125 years